Okay. Uh, all right. Welcome everyone to a special 2020 election AGFFA report. Uh, we're not talking fantasy football this week. We're talking live results as they come in of the 2020 U.S. general election. Um, obviously, the big race is Biden versus Trump, but uh, with the people I have here, there's uh, some local races that I'm sure we could talk about too. Uh, I invited it to the whole league. They might jump in as we get on, but uh, for now, it's Gumby. How you doing? Not too bad a day. Yeah. Uh, Dan, how's, how's hey. it going up there? What? I said, how's it going up there, like in Denton? Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I uh, I was surprised to see some of the maps yesterday showed that uh, Denton County went Republican, went Trump. Um, I thought Denton had much more... Well, at least downtown Denton, Denton proper. Well, I'm sure more, more votes are going to start coming in. I mean, it's more of a liberal town than uh, the rest of Texas, but the Denton County, you know, I don't, I don't know what other towns are included in, included in it, but, you know, I, it looks like that one, Trump. Well, uh, that I, I can look at it on the, the granular view that I have of uh, some of the districts here. And anyway, Jeff, you're, you're here too. How's it going, man? Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for putting this, this together. Yeah, so, uh, well, first off, as it stands, it's 11.16 a.m. Central Standard Time, and I'm looking at CNN on my feed here, and it says Biden is at 227 electoral votes to Trump's 213. Um, for you guys that have been keeping track of this, I, I, I've been seeing Trump at 213 this whole time. There we go. Um, but anyway, before we really get into that, I, I figured I'd just kick it around to all of y'all. What were y'all doing last night? How late did y'all stay up? Uh, what were your feelings throughout the night? Gumby, you want to start? Uh, I, I went to bed about one local here, which is about two year time. Uh, okay. So yeah, I had to be up at work at seven, which is not too bad for me. I don't usually like to sleep anyway. Sleeping sucks. It's dumb. I hate doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, I was really more interested in the local stuff for, for us because it was there was no chance that, that Biden was going to not win Colorado yeah uh, the only red spot in Colorado is where I live here in the Springs it's like a, a red dot in a blue state and all the local stuff went red which is to be expected as well but all the Denver's is where probably I bet, I bet probably at least 50 to 60 percent of the population of the entire state lives in Denver and so it's it's almost always going to go blue for like national elections and stuff it was really cool we did we did flip our senate seat from red to blue because the red guy was a complete turd yeah so, i saw Hickman for one he was like one of the first big senate races they called yeah and i and i wrote i actually wrote uh gardner the uh current guy who's about to be fired i wrote him uh during the during the scotus confirmations i said look dude uh you're going to lose this if you vote to confirm because I got, we got a hundred quotes over here from 2016 of you saying that was not what you should be doing during an election year. And if you want any chance of keeping your job, don't do that. He wrote me back. He said, no, 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 we're going to do what's right by the constitution. Okay. <laughs> okay, bro. So he got, and he lost by like 60, uh, his opponent had 60%. It wasn't even close. It was, it was a blowout. Uh, we also did some nice things in the local stuff. Uh, we're going to tax the snot out of the vape industry here so that we can pay for pre free preschool for all the kiddos. So that's any, awesome. any Yeah, any kid that's four years of older, four years of age or older will now be able to go to preschool absolutely free on the back of a vape tax, which is, that passed by like 75%, which was really cool. And we also voted to not implement further restrictions on abortion rights. So that was cool to me. So, Man, y'all state a, sounds awesome. Not okay. a bad night. Uh, that that sounds like y'all are going in the right direction for sure. Yep, not too bad a night. So yep. I thought it was really good. You know, really to me, the the, the presidential election gets all the hype, but mm -hmm. it's arguable that the more important stuff is the state and local items. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and so that's really what I care about more anyway. Yeah, there are there are a lot of big props throughout the night in other states. I heard about like magic mushrooms were legalized in. Oregon, I think, and uh, yeah, they marijuana were in a bunch of states. They were, yeah, they were already legal in Denver. Uh, that's that's been legal in Denver for a couple of years now. But it was a city that was a city ordinance, not a state ordinance. Uh, we did a, some other things too. We set it up to where local uh, local municipalities can now determine their own rules for gambling. So, like if if your county allows casinos, 
then instead of having to wait for a state proposition for to make changes to those rules, that's now pushed down to the local level. I thought that was really good too. Nice, very cool. So oh, you dad, uh, what was it like uh, watching last night? I'll let you stay oh, up. I, uh, I think I probably fell asleep around 11.30 or 12, but then I woke up at 2.30 or something and I tuned it in and, um, you know, I, I guess it was at the status it was this morning where, you know, Biden had that 220 to 213 or whatever it was. And uh, I knew at that point that based on the number of ballots that still had to be counted, that it wasn't going to it wasn't going to be decided today. They might some of those states may be called today. I don't know. May, may already have to piggyback on what Gumby said. I also wrote to the senators here in Texas, both of them, Cruz and uh, Cornyn. And uh, I told them that, that they shouldn't vote for that because it's hypocritical as hell, basically. I didn't hear anything back from Cruz, but I got a letter back from Cornyn who said basically the same thing. I think that was the Republican, uh, you know, typical answer. We're going to do, you know, she highly qualified and we're going to do what the Constitution says we, we, we're, our job is to do and we're going to do it. You know, and hell be gone. Who gives a fuck about being a hypocrite? Um, but, you know, that's kind of what I expected anyway. But, um, well, when you have the power in the executive and for the Senate, you know, there's a path to do something, you do it. I get it. I, I understand if the Democrats had that power, they would have done the same thing, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if, if uh, McConnell hadn't been, if they, if they hadn't controlled the Senate, when Obama was president, then maybe Obama could have gotten some of those federal judges and stuff through. But McConnell blocked all that and blocked Garrick Marlin and all that other bullshit. It's just a uh, just a shitty way to do business. Uh, not even, you know, get a hearing for him. But you know, we control it, and we don't. You know, we give we give consent, advising consent. Well, we don't consent to your nomination. So. Uh, that that's that was like the first stage of all this uh, division that that's going on. I mean, it's going on for a long time, but you know that's kind of the culmination of the Republicans grasping power, come hell or high water. Don't care about the people. Don't care about the Constitution. We're just going to grab power and fuck y'all. That's basically what it was. I've been I've been nervous the whole time about this election because I really. I honestly, and maybe I'm a fool, but I honestly was looking forward to, you know, more of those states flipping. And when it went exactly like it went 2016, I got more and more agitated or worried or whatever, because it, it's turning out to be just like that, except, you know, if we get Arizona, that's a flip. I don't know if Nevada was a flip. Obviously, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, if they go Biden, they're a flip and, you know, it's all over. Um, but if, if um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Dad, it's, it's all about patience now. We, we can't assume the numbers are good for the Dems when it was good for Republicans before. And, and just we got to see how the rest of the day goes. Um, but yeah, Je Jeff, how about you? What, uh, what were you going to say? Yeah, so just to kind of dovetail off what you said there, Dad, this is the... Uh, this is kind of the, the result of this tit for tat politics that we've been seeing for, you know, a long time. And that, you know, I don't know when that stops. Like you, at some point, somebody, one of the parties has got to say, you know what, we're just not going to keep doing this petty back and forth. You did that. So we're going to do this. Now they're going to do that. So we're going to do this. And I don't know if that's just a, the nature of politics as a whole, but I always thought that at some point, at least my, my impression of the United States was that at some point, we, we tended to, you know, form around some things that were common that we can agree on and and we could move forward, right? And then, you know, we give a little, we take some, we get, but it's there's some give and take there. There's no give and take anymore. Now it's, we're going to attack you. Now you're going to attack me back. Now I'm going to attack you back. And tit for tat doesn't work. I mean, that, that's never, that's never worked in any relationship or any type of, you know, any type of civilization that that's, that's the recipe for things, you know, quickly going downhill because after tit for tat comes um, with escalation, right? Now I'm going to do more because of this. So now I'm going to pack the Supreme court because you're doing this. That's nothing more than a tit for tat move, but also ramping it up a little bit more. And you got to stop that. Somebody's got to put a brakes on and say, look, let's just, 
let's take a step back and let's just reform kind of how we think. We got to we got to kind of get into a point where we're, we truly are working for the good of everybody. And we have some core things that are on our platform. We believe in those and we're not going to budge on them, but it's not going to be I believe in these things and I'm opposed to everything you say, because that's where it's at. And that that to me is not that that's that's unhealthy. It's it's dysfunctional in a lot of ways. It's um, unhealthy. But, and I don't think there's going to be a cure for it. If Biden wins, but the Senate stays Republican, nothing's going to get done. You know, we're, we're still, you know, partisan politics. They're not going to vote for anything that the Democrats want. Uh, Biden certainly will veto shit the Republicans want to put out. So it's divided. It's going to stay that way until something happens. So let me let me tell you a real quick story about what happened to me yesterday. So first of all, Gus, just just so you know, I was only up until about eleven o'clock. Much like you, Dad, I woke up at like three forty-five. I put on the New York Times on, on my iPad next to the nightstand. Saw that Trump was in the lead, and I didn't go into any detail. I just said, "All right, Trump won the election." Went back to sleep, and then I woke up this morning. And I started reading, and, and I saw that you know Pennsylvania. I think Trump's going to take, but Michigan and Wisconsin were definitely. In play, and then even this morning, you saw how you know. I think uh, I think Biden took a lead this morning in Michigan at some point, yeah. if I remember correctly. And I was like, okay, well now this is different. But anyway, that's not the story I wanted to tell. So yesterday, um, me, Mike, and Rick went out to the gun range to go shoot some guns. All right, just we didn't have anything else to do. So Tuesday we went out to go shoot some shotguns and rifles and blah blah blah. We go out there, and first of all, the range was packed. I, I don't remember it ever being as full as it's uh, as it was yesterday. It was like it was full. And what what Mike had said was that there were marshals there that were doing some qualifying or something like that. But I didn't see anybody in uniform. And actually, by the time we got to the range, they had opened up some of the um, uh, the lanes that had been previously closed down. But when I walked into the sh to, into the uh, the main building to get our our um, our targets and pay our fees and everything. There was a group of about 12 people standing outside of the doorway. And there, it was about, I, I really didn't get a count because I was just walking by these. It's kind of weird that there, these people are congregating right there. No uniforms. So I don't think there were marshals or anything like that. And there was one guy talking to these people. And, you know, I couldn't really eavesdrop. I didn't want to do that anyhow. I was just kind of paying attention because this is weird. Like, normally you have small groups like, you know, the three of us. And, like, it might be a, 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 a couple that go there. Or maybe just a, a couple of buddies or a single guy. <clears throat> this was a group of people standing by the door. And the guy who was talking, I didn't overhear everything. But he, what he said was, we're not going to do anything tonight. And we're not going to do anything tomorrow. And by the time I, I heard that, I was at the door pulling it open and walking in. So I'm not trying to trying to be paranoid or anything like that but why is a group of people talking about things that they are going to do at a gun range right before an, a presidential election's taking place that's this bothers me i'm i'm really trying not to be paranoid but my point is i bring that up because one of the things you mentioned is that like this is there's there's two things that can happen here and i'm kind of glad that we have to wait because maybe that'll let things diffuse but We've been ra ratcheting up the pressure on this forever, that the other side is evil. And if you lose, it's because they stole it from you. They took it from you. That's right? the current rhetoric I'm hearing, Jeff. What's that? That's the current rhetoric I'm hearing from the right. And you the know. president is not, he's the only president I can think of that is actively pushing for civil war, as opposed to what the number one priority for a president should be, which is never let that happen. That is the number one thing you do not let happen. This is a guy who's saying, no, no, no. If you lose, it's their fault. Go get them, right? Stand back and stand by. This is your time to take back your country from the liberal socialist communists. They're going to destroy your civilization. That's not talk of, look, let's just let the votes go. Even you know, yesterday morning, he was talking about, we already won Pennsylvania. Stop counting the votes. Yeah. No. Okay. So the the reason why I'm saying this is that if it goes towards Trump after everything has been looking like at some point he was going to win, but now it starts to shift over, maybe this pause is good that it lets people settle a little bit and not overreact. Or maybe it's giving them time to prepare for what to do when the momentum continues to push for Biden to become president. 
I certainly hope that doesn't be the case. But I'm looking at this and going, man, I I don't remember anything like this ever being the case in, in politics where it's the other side is evil. They are the devil. You have to stop them as opposed to just, look, we don't believe in the same thing. So, you know, they believe in abortion. We don't like that. Uh, they believe in, you know, invading countries for no reason. We don't like that. Blah, 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 blah. I just don't see it that way. And I'm trying, I know I probably sound ridiculously paranoid out there and that's okay. I'm, I hope I am. I really do hope I am, but I don't believe that there's, um, I don't believe there's an outlet for all of this rage that's going on right now. There is no outlet. And if you lose, you've already been told it was stolen from you. So if Biden wins, it's bad. If Trump wins, you know, the other, the other side of it is that if, if Trump does win, you know, what's going to happen with all the folks that have been protesting lately? And, you know, not them as a whole, but that small proportion of them who is doing things that are, you know, which everybody would agree you shouldn't do. You shouldn't burn down buildings. You shouldn't shoot at people. That's not everybody that's protesting. That's a very small proportion, but they give every, but they all get lumped together. It's all Antifa and Black Lives Matter and Biden, right? They're all it's the, the same left. Group. It's just called the left at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are they going to do? And my hope is that the tit for tat thing stops there too. And we say, all right, well, let's calm down and let's just, all right, we got four more years of this. What are we going to do productively to move forward? But honestly, is there any evidence that that's going to happen? That anybody's just going to say, let's, let's calm down for the next four years. So I, I want to go ahead and jump on that real quick, Jeff. Um, currently, as it stands, it's the New York Times. They're updating it every so, so many minutes or whatever. You have Biden at 69.5 million to Trump 66.6. He's almost 3 million up. He's already surpassed what Hillary had. So I, I, I think the way things are looking, Wisconsin's looking good. Michigan's looking good. Arizona was looking good. And I think it's going to continue that way. Nevada, it's close, but you know it was leaning that way. That there is enough. That's going to give him the election. Pennsylvania would be an extra little bit of uh, electoral um, you know, cushion, and then Georgia is even kind of looking that way too. That recently wait, wait, just go changed. back to Georgia's back in play because they had pretty much called that for Trump. Yeah, so actually, this is the New York Times, this is the one I decided I was going to follow all night. They had this election needles, which is the thing they were trying to show is like, you know, oh, wow, follow these a, needles to begin with. And that's a big change on Georgia. It is all night. It was Florida was going to lean Trump. Georgia was going to lean Trump and North Carolina lean Trump. Well, both Georgia and North Carolina swung back, and this one especially for Georgia. And it's all because these extra votes they haven't counted in Atlanta and around those counties yet. So, Jeff, just I want to try and calm you down. I think there's enough people in the popular vote and the way things are going in the Electoral College that I, I, you, you, you probably heard what you heard, and it is scary, but I, I really feel like that's going to turn into, at worst, a lone wolf situation. Like, you might have people that are freaking out because they labeled certain people they knew that were pro-Biden and pro-BLM. You know, they put their signs out on their yards. But I think reason will prevail, and they can finally take a step back and be like, I don't like the election results. I, 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 I wish we can fight it. I'm sure Trump will fight it, but I'm not taking that next step to retaliate you know well I, I again i i think that that's probably what will happen I, i'm not trying to be paranoid the, the logical part of my brain agrees that it's going to be people are going to say you know what it is what it is we lost the election boohoo let's move on um but this is different from other times when this has happened in that you have leadership that's saying it's not that just that you lost you didn't have a say anymore. And therefore America doesn't exist because we're not a democracy because of the, well, because of them, you know, it's and not now that, it's not that much different. Do? It's not that much different than 2000 for the Democrats. You recall that one was fought out in the courts for quite a bit. Because yeah, but there, was wasn't, the there wasn't a pre like, and, and maybe because there wasn't an incumbent in 2000, but in 2000, there wasn't one side saying, if you lose, it's because you. It's because it got stolen from you. It's not a democracy, which is what they're. It was essentially what they're saying is that, or what Trump is saying is that we're not a democracy anymore. It's a conspiracy. There's a difference, right? Well, you know the uh, the uh, left or the Democrats could come out and say, 
you know, we're going to investigate this because Trump won and we think there was some election interference and there was some uh, ballots that got thrown out because uh, the Republicans were in there cheating. So it's, it's going to go both ways. It's unfortunate, but. Yeah, no, again, I don't want to derail it, but you look at, yeah, there's there's a, a $3 million or three, well, $2.8 million or million voters difference between Biden and Trump. But it doesn't take $2.8 million to start absolute anarchy in the or dollars, 2.8 million people to start anarchy in the country. You only need 20,000. You know, you have 20,000 people that honestly believe that this isn't great and that, you know, the election was stolen. That can do a lot of damage. Especially uh, I, think, if kind of- uh, I, I think if if Trump ended up swinging back and ended up taking some of those Midwest states or took Arizona and took Nevada, you know, did whatever he had to do to get back in play, like based on kind of like this roadmap here. And he won with five million less total votes. That's the bigger concern, because, I mean, it's it's going to be hard for anyone who was on the other side voting Biden in the majority popular vote to be OK with that result. I mean, I realize that's what happened in 2016. It happened in uh, 2000. It's happened only a couple times in the history of the United <clears throat> States. But with the current climate, that's I feel like the worst situation that could happen at this point. And it just it, it's not looking that way. The odds are looking like Biden has the path. He he has look, I'm just going to do it real quick. I'm going to click the buttons. He has Wisconsin, went up to 70%. Uh, He looks like he's going to have Arizona, 80%. Uh, And then Nevada, he has that, it's 91% at that point. And there's two ways that Trump would be able to win at this point. He'd have to win Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and North Carolina. I I mean, it's, it's, it's the longest of long shots at that point. And I realize that I'm making these assumptions, but it's the way it's currently going. And I'm pretty sure maybe before we're done talking, they're going to call Wisconsin. Because I think I heard it's like 99% in, um, he's got a 20,000 plus vote lead and he can, he can challenge it, but that's going to be hard to overcome 20,000 votes. So yeah, it looks I, like 97% of reported, he's up yeah, about 20,700, whereabouts? Um, yeah. So yeah. 20,000. And I don't know where those votes are coming from. If they're still like the big cities or if they are, um, yeah, it looks like the, let's see, Madison, Milwaukee counties come in. Like if, uh, if you, if you look at the full election results, how they show it, uh, oops. Uh, anything that's under a certain whatever. So 91%, 91%, 93%. So you have Portage, which is so far lean Biden, uh, Richland, Richland and Washington um, leading Trump. Obviously, it's the total votes that have been cast so far and probably what you could expect. But mm-hmm. it just looks like there's it's an even split at this point. Like it, it, it could go about equal the rest of the way. And uh, it's just it looks like Biden secured one of the states he needed to in the Midwest from 2016. And he's holding on to Arizona. That's the biggest thing that happened last night to me, from what I saw. Besides, well, the Arizona the, the, was was pretty surprising, really. That was um, the, that was a huge surprise when that came through. Um, and obviously, like it, it, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's a a tracker on the New York Times here, and they keep track of all the different organizations and who's called what states for Biden or Trump. Fox News called Arizona for Biden first. Oh yeah, Trump. Trump was was talking about that too. He was pissed. Yeah, very, and and, very and Fox News is still the only one, along with the Associated Press, which is like one of the most well respected media sources that covers elections, that covers news. Uh, NPR says they only follow whatever the AP says. So uh, I, things are looking okay here. I, I I I guess just to calm things down, I I think, you know, if you voted Democrat and you were hoping like, you know. We, uh, we were gonna get to what most people saw in the polls leaning toward, or if you looked at 538 or The Economist or any of those others, it's looking like it's gonna get there. Maybe the polls were a little off, but looks like Biden's gonna finally take this one. The other Let's questions are about like the Senate. That kind of came out of nowhere yesterday that didn't help. Um, but those are still up in the air too, like Michigan. This is coming down to the wire between the incumbent there, Gary Peters, um, He's within now 29, 20, or I guess 34,000 votes. And there's still 10% left. And that's probably in counties 
in Michigan, like uh, the one in Detroit. 69% has come in or hasn't even come in yet. And it's huge swing for Gary Peters. Right. So like all these things could still come through for the Senate where they get a one seat advantage. And if they have the presidency, they already have the tiebreaker there with the uh, vice president. So, I, I don't know. What, what are the other remaining Senate races? The big ones are Maine. Okay. Um, the Democrats, they, they were talking about how they were going to win that one. Yeah, and it's look, it's seventy-five percent reported so far, and Gideon has only closed the gap. And they're also doing something this year where it's like ranked choice voting. So after a certain percentage or however many's in, the votes that go for Lisa Savage, they're going to be thrown out and go to the second person that those voters chose. Hmm. So it could be interesting. Yeah, the ranked choice voting is actually pretty neat. Uh, I think that should be available in more places. If you if you look at how the math works out on that, you actually get a little bit more democracy out of that. Sounds like the Iowa caucuses. Well, it's different than the caucuses. It's it's you you rank right, all You your, basically your... say you just number them right, and mm -hmm. if there's if somebody doesn't get an actual fifty point zero one percent of the vote and a true majority, then then the second choices go in. Yeah, it's actually pretty it, cool the way that works. It'd probably help out with third party candidates if it was more widely available in other states, especially up mm -hmm. in the Northeast or even California. Um, North Carolina was another big race that it's still up in the air. There's still some votes to be counted. But that Cal Cunningham guy, I don't know if you read the news about him, but he, he had that sexting scandal or something. So that probably hurt him and hurt the chances here of the Senate or for the Dems to take a bigger percentage of the Senate. Yeah, it's interesting all those uh, on those uh, like you go back over to North Carolina, right? Yeah. So Shannon Bray, the libertarian candidate, got 3.1% of the vote, which is pretty significant. But mm -hmm. that probably ate into the Republican more than it did to the Democrat there. Libertarians, I think, generally speaking, eat into Republican candidates more than they do Democratic candidates. Yeah, I, I think I've read that or, or heard that on some podcast. 3.1% is pretty massive, though. Yeah, and unlike 2016, when you know the whole lesser of two evils was a bigger thing, you know, oh, I don't like Hillary, oh, I don't like Trump, I'm gonna go Gary Johnson or Jill Stein or whatever. You're not seeing it that much in any of these states. No, I mean Kanye West, I was actually afraid of for a little bit in some of those states, but I looked at some of his votes. He got like a thousand in Oklahoma. He he voted for himself. Did you see that that press conference he had? Yeah, he, he voted for himself. So, yeah, was, and he voted for himself, and then that's all he did. He didn't vote anything else down the ticket. Nope. He just left after that. He was he was super excited to get to vote for himself. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like my favorite narcissist in the whole world. He's got a quote for a, a legit real quote that he said he once said that his greatest regret in life is that he will never be able to see himself perform live. <laughs> that's that's awesome. a real that is a real quote. Oh, way to go, Yeezy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as far as things are looking right now, um, Wisconsin's got to come soon. I think Michigan's going to come soon. And, and that's the thing. I think it's going to be here. Once Michigan goes, if Wisconsin goes as well, you take out Nevada because you're not sure. And you can hey, even Michigan, take out... Michigan goes, Biden wins, period. Well, that's assuming Arizona stays with the Democrats right now with Biden and that's Nevada goes with Biden. All right. So, but if you flip, if you flip uh, Wisconsin on that, because that one seems a little like the one most likely to flip, and you give him, you give Biden Nevada. Okay, so you're saying Biden gets Wisconsin, Biden gets Nevada. No, uh, Trump gets Wisconsin. Oh, okay. And, and Biden gets uh, Biden gets Arizona. What's that look like? Eighty-eight percent still. Wow. Yeah. But you know, oh, I think North Carolina is going to go Trump. Yeah. So then it really is going to come down to what is PA doing with all the late votes they're filing in and then GA or Georgia, if they're going to be able to overcome that uh, deficit they had. If Trump wins Georgia under that circumstance that you just showed, what happens? 50-50. Ooh. Ooh. It's really going to come down to Pennsylvania then. That's all it is. Yep. So got some new, uh, I got some new results in Wisconsin coming in. Uh looks like almost every county is over 98%. Um, Biden is still maintaining his lead. It's 40. Lead. 
I don't know if that total's been updated, but it just says now 98% of all the counties have reported. And it still says that Biden is up by, oh, still like 20, 21,000, 20,700, something like that. How many votes um, are left to be gathered? They, they don't, it's weird because it says, it's got a little tiny sliver. It says 97% reported, but if you scroll down into the counties, it says all of them are 98% or greater. So I don't understand what's, that. there must be some kind of delay in all the, and the results between one graph and the other. Um, You're talking about in all the counties in Wisconsin. Yeah, you look at them, they're all 98%, but oh, if you scroll wow. up, it hmm. says 97% of the vote has been reported. So something something's not quite right. There's a little discrepancy there. I wonder if it has something to do with late mail-in ballots, absentee, absentee votes, stuff like that, that I think based on how the night's been going and other ones that have come in, they lean Democrat, they lean Biden. Um, yeah. Which I think that's what the Biden camp wants right now. They want the news organizations to just go ahead and say, look, call it for Wisconsin. I get it. There's going to be a challenge, but just, you know, we don't see a path for Trump at this point. We, we did what we needed to with Milwaukee and that big dump that came in at like 3 a.m., and then even Green Bay, some of those counties around there, they, they came in with uh, their last minute votes too. So. A uh, new batch of votes reported this hour in Georgia has cut Trump's lead there to 90,000 votes. So that's new. And Atlanta still has stuff to be counted. What's I think so. Atlanta. So going up to the top, like uh, one of these counties is only 49%, but total votes is nothing. Mm -hmm. So if you go off of just total votes, what's already come in? All right, this Fulton County, I'm pretty sure that's the Atlanta one. It is. So that's that's in, uh, he, he got in, but DeKalb at 85%, 341,000, that's gonna be a big deal. Bob yep. County, you know, these two, that seems like a pretty big deal based on how it's already gone for Biden. Um, I, but I guess you could say the same thing for Trump here. Um, I have no idea with with Georgia how that's going to. I bet those those are probably pretty close to being done though. I think you're, I think you're right. Like oh, you're Trump right. That is uh, greater than ninety eight percent. I I thought this uh, filtered it a different way, but yeah. Now that DeKalb County seems to be the most significant there. It's a big electoral base. Yeah. With a lot of absentee votes. Yeah. And uh, Biden is crushing it there. Yeah. <clears throat> So that's, I mean, Georgia, man, it's still out there. Um, there's an update on um, New York Times that says there's only 300 votes left to count in Wisconsin, according to officials. They're in the town of Willow in Richland County. Biden leads by more than 20,000 votes. So they should just call it. If there's only 300 votes left to, to count, and he's up 20,000, he can't get it. So yeah, they should just call Wisconsin and move on. Let's see Nobody's if any of these organizations though, huh? did. How many electoral votes does Wisconsin have? 10. That's, that's pretty good that's yeah. pretty significant so i mean that's the thing like it, it's leaning that way so then you know let's take away oh, that's the thing like all of this looks crazy I, i'll take away arizona um maybe that's up in the air in, in nevada so it's 63 percent at this point maybe we're not sure with michigan but it does look good that way biden's leading in arizona isn't he yes he is. yeah so give it to biden where are we at? He's got a pretty commanding lead there too. Arizona, he's at, he's up by, I don't know, 90. Remember all that bullshit he was talking about McCain, even after he died. Arizonans don't like that motherfucker. Yeah. He's up 93, almost 100,000 votes. So that should be called too. It should be. Well, but... I mean, Fox News has called it. They haven't retracted it or whatever, and the AP has called it. So it's just weird. All night and this morning, no one else has had the guts to call it with them. So well, it's because it's so surprising. But yeah. like Dan said, uh, if you go around talking smack about what a lot of people there considered their greatest citizen, yeah, uh, might not go well for you next time you need them to vote for you. Yeah. 
So anyway, as far as the votes to keep coming in, it just, it's, uh, here's the other thing I thought was kind of interesting. I was looking at Odd Shark, uh, you know, online gambling for the election. <laughs> and the latest odds for Biden is minus 460, which, I mean, that has to be an 88, 90% chance of winning. When, you know, all the way from last night, Trump at one point had a minus 775. Wow. Well, that, that, yeah, but okay, so 10 o'clock Eastern, that was when they were reporting Texas had flipped blue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, go back come to, on, man. Yeah. Can you go back to the national mat uh, where you pick the, the states at one? Okay, what state? These are the states that are left. Mm -hmm. Okay, give, um, give Georgia to, to Biden. I just want to see something. Georgia to Biden, Michigan to Biden. That's it. it well, it's I'm basically it. Arizona to Biden. Arizona? I mean, that's it. I want to see something. Go to Nevada, give that to Biden. What do you want to see? It's oh, over at this point. The votes he ends up with. And it is all over. Well, that, this probably isn't the, the way to look at it. Um, Dad, Dad, did you make like a bet with like spread and everything? What, what are you looking yeah, for? I want him to get at least the amount of uh, electoral votes that fucking... Uh, Trump got la in 2016. Look, here's basically what you're saying. There's 98 remaining. Alaska hasn't been called yet, but that'll go for Trump. That'll go Trump. So, but that's only three votes. So right. that puts him at 216, 95 left. So that could put uh, Biden at 322 total votes. That would get Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, PA, maybe not North Carolina. So take out the 15 from there. He, he has like 300 plus votes, 310 plus votes. What did uh, Trump get last uh, 2016? Uh, I have I that here. 320. 306. Oh, 306. Yep. <clears throat> okay, I just want him to beat Trump's, if he wins. You know, he can still lose this fucking thing. No matter what, he's beaten Hillary. Biden's beaten Hillary. And that makes me wonder, so was Hillary just that bad in 2016? Yeah. Plus the fact that the FBI came out like five days before the election and say, we're reopening this investigation. Well, so I got a lot of insight on that that y'all may or may not care about. Uh, my job for a long time was to manage email servers on classified networks. That was literally my job. And I can guarantee you just knowing what we know that was publicly made available, if I did what she did, I'd be in jail. <laughs> no doubt. There is zero doubt in my mind. Just what we know. So she was a terrible candidate. Right. She was a horrible candidate. They, they essentially rigged it against Sanders during the primaries to make sure she got the nomination. Yeah. So because it, it, the powerful people at the DNC felt she was owed a nomination. That's yeah, a, that's the thing. That's the like, worst way to run a, can, a candidacy. That, that was the thing when she was going up against Obama. Is there was kind of like this wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't worry, Hillary, you're next. You know, it didn't yep. matter about Bernie <laughs> or Elizabeth Sanders or any of the other people. And, exactly. and that is wrong. That's just flat out. That's it's just not that's not the way it's supposed to work. And and they ran into in that situation the worst possible candidate in Trump, who is a populist. Right. Even if you take it all as his political stuff. He's a populist candidate, and populist candidates will always defeat someone who's perceived to be, you know, on the inside like that. The system, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, so I wanted to show this right scenario. here. Um, this is like the only district remaining in Texas at this point that has not been called in the U.S. House, and it's the one where you guys are at. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Like I, I don't know. I kind of. I kind of hope that that Candace Valenzuela, the, the future socialist of America, she, she can yeah, take right. that over. Right. Go to yeah, the, Candace, uh, the commercials are Candace Valenzuela is going to release all the criminals into the streets. And we were joking around. Yeah. So they can, you know, have butt sex with you non-consensually and steal all of your things. That's Candace Venezuela. Cool, Did Colin Aldright win? Who? Colin Aldright. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, good, good. Yep. That, oh, that... Genevieve Collins lost? Good. I don't like her either. <laughs> Who? Genevieve Collins. She yeah. was up running up against Colin, all right. 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 Oh. Daddy's daddy's rich, you know, rich daddy. 
did um did that hairdresser lady from Colleyville did she actually make it to the election you guys remember she was the one who tore up the order and this grandstanding fashion outside of her place about you know shutting down businesses I don't remember her name uh um, yeah I don't know um, I don't know if she even made it so it could be could be pointless. probably not I, I don't recognize the name here um but she'll run in two years I bet Oh, yeah. ah, when your yeah. business fails, you can always go into politics. There's always a demand for those guys. Yeah, yeah no, right. Well, successful business people like Mr. Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that uh, there was somebody in Georgia, I think, who uh, was running as a QAnon truther. Yeah, she won. She won. <laughs> so that's pretty scary. Oh, did you hear about the other guy? Um, this one right here, North Dakota Republican who died of COVID nineteen wins the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I, 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 I'm like, this totally makes sense. Of course. Greatest country in the world. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't even matter that he died in October. <laughs> you know, people are still voting today on election day. Like, yeah, I'm still going that guy. He's a Republican. He's on my I team. Bet, how, how would you feel if you were the guy that lost to the dead man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need a beer, please. I just lost to a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, looking at Michigan, uh, still they got they still got a lot of votes to count, but a lot of them are. Let's see, Monroe. That's going to go Trump. Charlevoix. I don't know. That's going to go Trump. But then Wayne and Kalamazoo look like they're going to go Biden. Absolutely. Um, yep. That's going to be really tight because outside of Wayne and Kalamazoo, there's there's a there's several counties that are you know heavy Trump that are right around What's there. Left Detroit. What's that? Uh, Detroit area. What's left in there? Eighty-one uh, percent is only reported, so there's a lot left, and it's a pretty heavy swing Biden. Uh, that I'd be really surprised if anybody any anything around Detroit went Trump. He's Mister Anti-Union, isn't that like Union Central there? Yeah, I, I hope it still is. That's like where all the auto workers used to work when they had jobs there before Detroit remain, became right? what, what it is now. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks like Michigan's going this way too for Biden. And then PA, it, it just might be the cherry on top when it's all said and done. Yeah, go to and then, PA. And then it finally ends up being basically what the polls and everybody thought it was, which is like a 300-point electoral win. Go to PA. What about PA? It's down to 470 now. It's a 470,000 vote difference. It's been shrinking. Yeah. Where are they at in, in the rural area, in the, in the urban areas? What do they have in like uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh? So let's see. So a lot of places still, you know, this one right here, Philly, only 61 reported 504,000 total votes so far. There's only 75,000 there. I don't know. I mean, I think this is so what's come in so far, and there's going to be more that comes in still. That seems like not a lot. Isn't Philadelphia like a big city? It, yeah, no, it, it, it is, but I think what it's saying is this is what's come in so far, 504,000, including 75,000 absentee, and then there's only 61% reported, right. so 39% of this could still come in at a Biden plus 56 margin. That's going to be a pretty big swing. But like all yeah, these that's... rural counties are going the other way too. So, yeah, some of those are. Look at that. Some of those are over sixty percent Trump. Yeah, Allegheny is... probably was not as good as Biden hoped because this was plus sixteen and a half in twenty sixteen. It's only plus ten right now. Hmm. That's Pittsburgh area, right, Dad? Allegheny. Right, but they got one hundred eighty-six thousand absentee votes that haven't been counted yet, right? I think what this is, is it's included in the total vote so far, meaning there's probably more to come. Right. I so think. if you look at Philadelphia County, and I can do the math on the rest of them too. So Philadelphia County's got 77.6% as Biden. If that holds true, and only 61% of the votes have been reported yet, um, that means that Biden would end up with 642,000, a little over 642,000 right there. Um, and then, well, there's a difference though between what Biden gets and then Trump was getting, right? Yeah. So 
Trump would end up with 177. So plus 69,000 for Trump. And then uh, plus uh, 250,000 for Biden. So that's a net gain of 190,000, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So Biden is down uh, about a half million. So that's about a third of it taken away. I don't think he can take, I don't think he can take Pennsylvania. That's. <laughs> Yeah, I just think it's coming 000. down to the wire. He's so, 400,000. He needs a lot of, I mean, it's got to be more than, he's got to expand that that lead tremendously over the remaining votes from like 77% to like 85% or 90 um, with the remaining votes, not overall, just the remaining votes just to make up enough to where it's in question. I don't think he gets Pennsylvania. I just don't see it. She said that the, the governor, or was it the secretary of state out there said there was a million votes yet to count, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't see a million on that list. I don't, I don't know where they come from, honestly. But Well, maybe that if you're looking at like, uh, so when they do this percentage, right, on these, you see this list there, is that 504,721, that's how many they've received or how many they've received and that's 61%. I think it's the what they've votes. received, and it's only 61% that's been reported. Hmm. So only 500,000 people voted in Philadelphia, a city that's well over a million people? No, only 500,000 that they know so, so far. Like, yeah. they still got... The, so that's, where they get their, that's where they get their million people. That's where the Secretary of State there gets the million number. Yeah, there's probably you know, another you know, half a million people that they have to count there, another half a million votes they got to count there. And then you look down at Pittsburgh and they got, you know, probably, mm. I don't know, 200,000 more. Whereabouts? Some breaking news. It looks like Trump, their campaign is saying it's requesting a recount in Wisconsin. So that sounds like a concession there, at least. That is a bit of a concession. They're wanting a recount in Wisconsin? Yes. That won't be the only one. Oh, I know. Nope. So throw that in Wisconsin, 70% chance at this point. Well, if you give Arizona to uh, where it looks like it's going there, that's... 80. That's kind Nevada. of a... Nevada. In Michigan, it's 94. Nevada, it's done. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Like, I, I, I think he's going to pull it off. I think it's going to be a 5 million popular vote margin. And, you know, it's just, just pray that those lone wolves don't get too many together and, and cause some havoc, you know? So. Well, you know, we still have a military that's sworn to defend the country, not defend Trump, so. We've had some discussions. They have to put the fucking military in the street. Do it. Do it. We've uh, we've had some discussions on that at work. We've also had that... discussions in online with various quote unquote militia groups around. Uh, you know, they outnumber the military. So, uh, right. They outloud the military. I'll yeah, I know. That. <laughs> That's a good thing. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when you got a tank rolling up on you? Honestly. Yeah, how, how all that militia group up in their little headquarters up in fucking northern North Dakota, North Montana, will send in a couple of F-15s and blow the fuck out of all of them? God, I don't, I don't even want to go down that route, but if militia tried to come up against military, the military is going to know what to do. They're going to be on the right side of history, and they will put it down. So... Is congratulations on the exercising of your Second Amendment rights to overthrow what you consider tyranny. Here's a tank. Yeah. Yep. What? There's going to be collateral damage, though. I bet. Probably. Well, I mean, that's the thing: is they can take the uh, domestic terrorist route. That's a uh, very good of the Law and Order Party. Good job, Law and Order yeah. Party. Yeah, that's it. Law and Order. Let's go and fucking murder people because we got our elections stolen from us. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see any logic in it either. I, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But you just had a plot to, you know, kidnap and murder the governor of Michigan, uh, not even a month ago, by these people. And does tell me if that makes sense. How is Michigan close after that? Okay, well, <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, that would be like, 
okay, we got to get the wackos out of here, obviously. That's what I would, that's my reaction to something like that. Clearly the wackos are calling the shots there. Yeah, I mean, that'd be the logical thing, you know. We we don't, we can handle a little bit of crazy, but, you know, nutsos, no, that's not good. But, eh, whatever. Sorry, I keep, I, I don't mean to harp on it. My apologies, Gus. No, no, it's fine. I mean, I guess last night I was up until about 2.30, 3 o'clock. I saw that swing for Arizona. I saw the swing for Georgia basically through this New York Times thing saying, hey, there's going to be something happening tomorrow that we think it's going to go Biden's way. Um, I, I was like, fine, I can probably go to sleep now and just see what happens in the morning. And then at 4 o'clock I woke up again because I was just thinking about it. And that's when they said Wisconsin, uh, Biden took over. So. Just the way I see it, it's 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 moving in the direction I was hoping it would, and um, you know we're not going to have a minority of America have the majority executive branch. That's what it looks like. What's the? Do you know what the timing is on Georgia, Gus? Um, like when all the votes should be counted in? Yeah, like when would we expect to see something definitive? Any idea? Uh, that's a good question i let's see their note says counting should be completed on wednesday and good okay yeah so we should have something today whoa what is this okay absentee votes for presidential candidates so biden took that uh it's eighty six thousand votes now i don't know so it's going to be an that interesting is, finish. That is razor thin there. I'm looking forward to this race too. I, I really hope this guy wins. I don't know if you saw his debate with this David Perdue guy. No. Oh man. It, it just, he grilled him. He grilled him on one of the main just talking points he had where he, he called him a crook and he did it in such a way that it was just like the, the, the David Perdue guy was like, I have no, no response. I guess you're right. I'm a crook. Wow. And then they still voted for him 50%. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the whole football analogy. It's this team versus that team. I think. Uh, I know it sucks you guys. What? So uh, you guys know Jess's dad, right? Steve. Yeah. He, uh, he works with the Fort Bend County Sheriff's department and um, the sheriff that he was working under decided to run for the U S house seat house seat uh, district 22 here. And he won last night. Um, <clears throat> you guys still there? Hello? One second. Hey, you guys there? <clears throat> there we are. Um, yeah, I was talking about this guy. Uh, Steve was working under the sheriff there who ran for the U.S. House seat. Um, and that dude won. His name's Troy Nels. Um, and Troy Nels has a twin brother, Trevor, who is running for the sheriff's seat um, as a Republican. Um, and the thing is, if he got in the office um, as sheriff, Steve was going to be all right. He'd still have a job, basically. But um, the Democrat won last night. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a job, though, right? Well, I mean... It just means it's more up in the air. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be, hey, do I want to bring my guy in? Um, so, yeah. So the... the the Nils brothers or whatever split the results. One, well, one Troy, the one that was the former sheriff, he won the U.S. House seat, so he's going to the he's going to D.C. Right. Um, his brother, who I mean, he just looked like a perfect candidate for sheriff. It was a twin brother, another Nels. Um, I, I could have sworn he was going to win like eighty to twenty percent, but he lost fifty three to forty. Well, there's a good chance that a lot of people may have seen that as some nepotism. Maybe. Uh, it, it, but it looks like in Fort Bend County, there's just a lot of Democrats that got elected last night, just hmm. down the ticket. Yeah, just straight straight ticket voting. Yeah, straight. but I mean, we can't do straight ticket in Texas. So it was, yeah. I don't like Republicans anymore. Yeah. And I wonder if that's a Trump effect. Could be. Anyway, we'll wait and see where that uh, goes. But um, hey, I, I didn't want to keep you all too long, but uh, anything else you wanted to talk about before uh, probably... Call it. Any predictions? So down the line, Gumby, what do you think? I don't know, man. <laughs> That's too close. You're to not call, at man. liberty to say. 
That's too close to call. I, if if Michigan goes to to Biden, then I think he wins it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Seems everything like else is. I don't think every, anything else matters because I see I see Nevada and Arizona going to Biden. So if, and Wisconsin too. So if Michigan goes Biden, then he's got it. Yeah. That that doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. I agree with that. If he gets Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, and Michigan, it's over. Now, if he picks up Georgia by some fluke, okay, adds a few more electoral votes, but it's just a bigger cushion. <clears throat> what about you, Jeff? Um, I'm curious to see what happens in Nevada. I think we're making an assumption that he's going to win it. It's only it's only eight thousand votes difference. Yeah. So it's well, I mean that's super close, but I think. Um, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic, or well, I guess you just want my opinion. I think Biden could pull this off, surprisingly. Um, Over or under 300 electoral votes? Under 300, for sure. Yeah. I'm going over. I, I think I think the, the wave is coming. All these mail-in ballots, absentee, it's going to go Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, and PA. And, and George is going to be up in the air. I hope so. You said that uh, uh, Trump has already called for a recount in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep. But Wisconsin doesn't have any automatic recall situation. They don't. No. No. If it's within one percent, you can ask for a recall. And I but think right happen. now it is. It yeah, it's happen. within one percent. It can't happen until like three days after all the ballots have been put in and counted and that's the limitation they have is you want to challenge it, it has to be done after the last vote has been counted and you know whatever there was something about that you know look it up in there there's 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 no automatic recount you can request a recount but it has to be within a certain time period yeah, I, I think this guy says it right here margin needs to be less than one percent trump will have to pay about three million for it unless the margin is less than one quarter of one percent it won't be. So less than one quarter of one percent, so 0.25. Yeah, it's, Biden did just enough to to get over 0 0.5, 0 0.6. You know. So what what did you just say then that they they won't allow a recap if it's more than one quarter of one percent? No. So in the, first, it needs to be less than one percent for a recount. Currently, it's less than one percent. It probably will be less than one percent, and then um, Trump's going to have to pay three million dollars for that recount out of his own pocket. <laughs> no, it's going to be out of the taxpayers' pocket. <laughs> yeah, out of, yeah, right. So, but if the margin is less than a quarter of a percent, I guess it's just automatic. Yeah, the state will basically like, okay, this is a close enough race. We'll take a look at it. I thought someone said last night when I was watching that they don't have any automatic recall function in Wisconsin. Well, I don't know. Auto probably just means they're going to do it. I think this less than a quarter of 1% is the state will pay for it. That's what that is probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Now 0.6%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 06 that's more than half a percentage, uh, half of a percent. Oh, well. Yep. Well, it's going to take some more time. Yeah, I think by Friday for sure we'll know. Yeah. Keep an eye um, on them. Friday you'll know where they're going to be recounting and protesting the elections and whatnot. Yeah, so I wasn't old enough to remember 2000, but – I've read about the whole Brooks Brothers um, riot or, or whatever you want to call nuts. it. It was it was nuts. It, yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it was an organization by Oliver, whatever that dude's name was, right? The Roger Stone, not Oliver yeah. Stone. <laughs> Roger Stone. Right. So I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if something happens in a bunch of states here. Well, yeah, because it's so. It's so close. Even on the ones they've called, it wasn't like it was other than maybe California and New York. I don't think anybody won and maybe Texas. Nobody won anything massively by a yeah. huge percentage. 
Man, California, they're still counting votes, and he's just running up the score too. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why five million. I'm not gonna be surprised when it's all said and done. Yeah, he got four million more votes in California than uh, Trump. All right. So Almost. far. Yeah. See, that's always the uh, all those votes from California put um, uh, Hillary winning the popular vote. That's what's happening in California too this year. All right, fellas, um, I'm probably going to call it here, but uh, yeah, thanks for jumping on. And uh, yeah, maybe tomorrow we can actually talk fantasy football if this is a little more decided. <laughs> awesome. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'm in if we're doing football tomorrow, right? Okay. Yeah, cool. sounds good. All right. Okay. Take care, fellas. Bye, y'all. Bye. Later. Bye, guys.